Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Dell Tech Fest starts now. To thank you for 40 unforgettable years, Dell Technologies is celebrating with anniversary savings on their most popular tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13 Plus, where you can make the everyday easier with Windows 11. Plus, curate your dream setup with great deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com slash deals, you'll have access to leading-edge technology and free shipping on everything. Again, that's dell.com slash deals. It is exciting. What is that? This is the Rich Eisen Show. This day and age, even the National Football League has to come out with its best foot forward. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Tom Brady raising a banner in Tampa. And who is there to kick it off? The Dallas Cowboys. Nobody disgusts me more than a Cowboy fan. Earlier on the show, Jets head coach Robert Sala. Coming up, Packers running back Aaron Jones. Jones, Raiders General Manager Mike Mayock, plus J.B. Smoove. And now, it's Rich Eisen. All right, hour number two of the Rich Eisen show is on the air. We just decided which seats Sprockman's going to cough up, knowing the Rams' <laughs> schedule now, and which seats Tufo's going to cough up, knowing the Raiders' schedule now. Season ticket holders in 2021. That's the face of them right over there, Rockman and Del Tufo, which is like, which games are we going to? Which teams are we going to put on the secondary? Which which games are we going to throw out there? I'll tell you, man. You know what Packers fans do? Uh, being uh, the host of the uh, the schedule release show for all this time, we once sent Scott Hansen into a Green Bay hotel to interview people as the phones would run. You remember that? We, when they were that, preseason. He, that he was doing his season. report from a hotel in yep. Green Bay. Because when the schedule comes out, they buy. They buy. what fans do, well, no, what they do is they, they cancel. Because beforehand, they buy them fans all, right? buy up rooms for every weekend in a hotel. And then when they learn when the Packers are on the road, they call to cancel those weeks. So they, have to, they already have a reservation for the weeks the Packers have. I mean, that's the way it works. And as you know, Mooch told a story about knew, knew a guy who had a home right on the perimeter of Lambeau Field. And he would lease out the home to a bunch of college kids during the year and then would move into the home on the weekends of Packers home games and turn the year-round tenants into the wait staff for his tailgate parties in this home. <laughs> Mooch knew that. That's, I mean, that's how it works at Lambeau Field and around Lambeau Field. Greatest love it barbecue smell I've ever smelled is in, in Lambeau Field. I mean, the, I mean, the food cooking tailgating is a right. Tailgating. It's insane in, in Wisconsin. It's not a privilege. It's a right. Casey was good. Buffalo was good. Oh, so and many. that's how we lead into this conversation with one of our favorite Green Bay Packers. Uh, he was he was on this show and he was just a a rookie. And now look at him. He's got a new contract and he's got uh, that in his back pocket as he joins us here on the Rich Eisen Show. Aaron Jones of the Green Bay Packers. How are you, Aaron? I'm doing good. Are you? Better for talking to you. How is Showtime underscore 33 doing in the middle of May right now? Uh, been doing all right. You know, just get back, got, getting back to the grind, uh, stack, stacking the days, and um, just trying to be successful. 
What was free agency like for you? I assume that was a first for you, right? Obviously. Uh, it definitely was a first for me. Um, just kind of sh- shocked, you know. Um, never been in that position before, not knowing where I'm going to end up playing football, if I'm going to have to pick up and move across country or what it may be. But I'm glad I got to stay a Packer um, and stay a cheesehead. Well, I mean, the way it worked, it seemed like, you know, the team, you and the team were going to move on, right? And then, if I'm not mistaken, the timing of it, did you sign after the new league year opened? I mean, how how did that work? Because there was like a 24-hour period where I thought, are you kidding me? They're not going to keep him? Uh, or, or was just that the way that the news cycle went? Is Was there a moment where you thought that, that was, it was over in Green Bay for you? Um. It definitely. I mean, after the season, I definitely th- thought it was probably over up until um, I would say right right when it was time to to sign. You know, um, my Drew, my agent, had called me and he he had mentioned that the Packers were still still wanted me to come back and still interested in me. You know, and I and I love the system. I feel like I I'm a fit in the system. Uh, know the players there. I mean. I, have my home there and so just you know everything felt right and um so i'm I'm glad i was able to stay there and uh they wanted me back well i mean part of the reason why i'm kicking the tires on this portion of our conversation aaron jones is because you know the 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 front office of the green bay packers and how they go about their business and do their business and roster building and winning now or winning for the future or playing for the future is definitely front and center so i'm sure you are very well aware um did you have any contact with aaron Rodgers during your free agency period where he was checking in on you or anything like that i don't know what the nature of your relationship is but i just figured i'd ask that question uh he checked on me seeing how how i was doing it and um i i texted him letting him know that i was coming back and uh and him and tay and uh david and sadie's they were all uh, excited i let them know before i get it broke um, and all of my guys, all of my leaders, they were excited for me and um, congratulating me. So um, what is uh, your sense on what is going on with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers right now? Um, I mean, I'm just sitting back. I mean, I see what everybody else sees. I mean, I haven't heard from Aaron or anybody, so I'm just I'm going to wait till. I get up to Green Bay and see for myself or hear hear it from him myself, you know, it's just um I don't get caught up in the reading the articles and things like that. Um I'll just wait until it plays out and control what I can control. So uh, how how much time did Jordan Love get on the practice field last year? Can you take me into that front row seat? Did he get much time at all in Aaron's MVP season? Uh, yes, sir. I mean, we um, he he, played, he ran a scout team, and um, I'm, he was working with me every Saturday. I mean, we're doing over the shoulder ball drills, different things like that. So Jordan did get a get a lot of work. I mean, and then they have we have periods every day where um, there we have individual periods where they're working with us and de- working on our development every day. How is he handling all of this? Do you have any contact with him? Aaron? Uh, no, sir. I haven't. I haven't really talked to him. Um, I mean, we'll, we'll communicate here and there, but it's just, hey, how you doing? Um, just kind of checking up on each other. Not so much about, hey, did you see what was going on, or not, not too much like that. It's just uh, 
checking up on them outside of football. So how many people are, are asking you the questions that I'm asking you in your life, Aaron? Uh, a lot. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I, I imagine, you know, and, and I, you know, look, it's not like, you know, you're going to break, you know, any news here, but, you know, this is a very frayed time, correct, for, for Packers fans and people in your life wanting to know if the gang can be run back together or if whatever pieces have fallen apart can be put back together what is what is your sense of things on that just you know knowing whatever you do know and whatever feelings you may have on the subject matter um definitely i mean you know everybody who's asked uh who's curious you know um we all want a rod back in green bay i think that's that's obvious um he's a great leader a great player and a great person off the field just somebody to learn from um he he probably believes in you more than you believe in yourself when you first coming in, and uh, he just helps players develop. So I mean, I, I love having him. I love having him around. I, what I hope you, he continues to be my quarterback. I think I, I think you've you've mentioned this before, but I'll I'll, I'll ask it again here. Um, certainly, since you just mentioned that, what do you mean by he believes in you maybe more than you believe in yourself? What do you mean by that? Uh, just you know, players coming in like. As rookies, you know you're it's bright eyed. It's, it's new to you. Uh, you may everybody may not believe themselves, but you have uh, a future Hall of Famer, a guy who just won the MVP um, in your corner, and he's telling you, "Hey, I'm you're one of my uh, I'm one of your biggest fans in this organization." And he tells you that he's he's obviously a fan because he's seen what you what you can do and what you bring to the table, and got, just got to continue to work. So. Um, I mean, that, that's part of it right there. And, I, and not just me, but I've seen him do it to so many other other players, uh, pick them up or as rookies, you know, just bring them along and guide them along, and then they they end up being great players. Hmm. Is, and does he do that for Jordan Love too, Aaron? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You see him working with Jordan uh, every day, all day, trying to teach him, teach him as much as he can and, um, so that that's the cool part to see about A Rod, you know. Can you what what give me an example of that? Like you you see him off to the side, giving Jordan Love tips and things like that. Yeah, so maybe it might be a play in uh, what he saw if it was like uh, if it was like the first read or the second read or third read. Maybe what he saw or um, you know or maybe a little bit on the mechanic side of it or. Um, it just goes into so many things, so many different things, or it could be uh, the sound at the uh, at the cadence, trying to catch them jumping off sides, little things. So, so many things, and he's just trying to um, better the players around him. Truly. So, what the hell's going on, Aaron Jones? <laughs> what is what is happening? You, you, uh, I, I have no clue. Oh, it's right. It's about to say. So, I guess. So, what is your before we put a pin in this, and I'll, I want to hit you on the schedule as well here, Aaron Jones and the Rich Eisen Show. What's your sense? Do you think week one, when you're in New Orleans, you're going to be grabbing a ball from twelve? He's going to turn around, he's going to hand it to you, and off you go, like 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 nothing happened. Or what do you think? What's your sense of it? Um, I mean, I hope I hope so. That's I mean, that's my quarterback. That's our quarterback. Uh, so I would I would hope so. Um, I mean, I don't even. Yeah, that's all. That's all I could think of. You know, um, I hope he's our quarterback. Like I said, I hope he's our quarterback. Hope he's there week one, uh, handing it off, 
and it all works out. Yeah, you almost want sounded like your coach right there. Can't wrap your mind around the concept of him not being there. That's what you sounded yeah, like I right mean, there. It's just tough. It's just tough. <laughs> you know. So let's talk about your your schedule here. Uh, when you grabbed it, when you first saw it, what do you look for? Or are you? What 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 do you start combing your schedule to look for when you first grab one as a Pro Bowl cor- uh, running back, Aaron Jones? Uh, I, I just look and see how many games are late in Lambeau. <laughs> you're thinking cold uh, weather? Is that what you're saying? Is that what you're thinking? Yes, about? sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> see how many. See if we get the cold. See if we're at Lambeau early on in the season or later on in the season. You know, it's usually one or the other. You get more of the home games at the beginning of the season or more at the end. So just just checking for that and um I mean I kinda knew I kinda knew before how, how I guess how the seeding kinda works um a little bit. So I I'm glad we get to play some of the top teams, you know. So what do you think of the fact that six of your first nine are on the road and uh, there's a lot of home games in Lambeau in December and January? What do you think about that? Aaron Jones. Uh, let's play ball. I mean, <laughs> get, get, get get the suitcases ready the first the first couple of weeks and right. um, unpack them at the end. And um, welcome to the cold weather. Welcome to what we like in Lambeau. And Merry Christmas too to the Browns. Christmas Day, Christmas late afternoon, um, right in the middle of the afternoon, three thirty kick. Uh, Browns yeah, and Packers. I, I didn't see that one. Yes, sir. Merry I've Christmas. Never, I've never played on Christmas, I don't think. You're about to, sir. That's dope. <laughs> that's, that's happening. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty cool. And that's the only game that day. That's it. There is The rest of the schedule is coming up. On, on Yes, sir. Well, 3.30 in the afternoon on that day, Christmas Day. Let me make sure. I'm, 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 I saw it last night. My God, I spent three hours staring at this thing. I but I just want to make sure I'm being accurate. Uh, no, there's another game. There is another game. Colts at Cardinals. You lead into that one. Browns at Packers. Whole country settling in Christmas Day for you. On yes, it. sir. <laughs> okay. It's coming up. So you like that idea. Fantastic. Um, anything else of the schedule leap out at you? I mean, the first four games are, are pretty darn tough. You know, you're going to be against the New Orleans Saints, then Monday night against the Lions uh, at the Niners on NBC, and then home for the Steelers. You got that going on right there. What are your thoughts on the first four right there? Uh, you know, there's some good good quality teams uh, on both sides of the ball. So, um, it's, you know, best first best, and that's what, that's what you want at this level. Um, and that's what the people pay, pay for. And so now it's just trying to, time to buckle it up and play. And okay. I'm ready. <laughs> I love it. Hey, Aaron, thanks for the time. I, and I appreciate you saying yes to coming on here because you know I'm, I was going to pepper you with questions about Aaron Rodgers. And, uh, I, you know, and I, I, I know it's so um, dicey potentially that you don't want to come across as speaking for him. Um, but not. But you know what I'm saying? Exactly. But, you know, you, you are a guy who, who, who's been in that locker room and who may have already sensed anything. Was it? Let, let's last question for you. Was there any sense that something was building to this point last year? Uh, no, sir. It, it was actually kind of. I mean, I think I woke up and my my mom and my sister, brother, somebody had asked me did I read, did I see that article that was released or something? So I was like, it caught me out of the blue as well. So. The whole sense of of what was reported on draft day that that, that the fact yes, that he's sir. the fact that he's told people that the report that he's told people he doesn't want to ever play for the Packers again that caught you had no that you didn't even see anything like that coming. 
at all? Uh, no, sorry, not at all. Huh. Aaron, thanks for the time. Really appreciate it. Always do. Um, let's do this again during the summer, and if uh, the pandemic allows it, you're ever out here in L.A., you know, uh, you know the route to the, to the studio. I'd love to have you here. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you for having me again. Right back at you. That's Aaron Jones of the Green Bay Packers here on the Rich Eisen Show. I'll be, man. You know, I'll, I'll be, you know. Oof. Wow. You know what? This We've been making tons of Seinfeld references lately. But, I mean, it and and it, it's, it's not just us, right? Jason Light of the, pa- uh, of yeah, the, of the Buccaneers one. said that free agency, when he signed all those guys back, it happened so fast. He made the reference of it was like Seinfeld. You know, one comes in, ring the bell, another one put it on the board, and another one comes in. He was <laughs> George the Lloyd versus Bra- Lloyd Braun. That's what I said. Yeah. Does that make you the Lloyd Braun of general managing? So here's another one. This Rogers situation is like the Seinfeld girlfriend who looked beautiful at one minute and then yeah, the looked light, light less than based on the way the light hit her. Yeah. Right? Where she's gorgeous and then all of a sudden the light changes and she's not as appealing to Jerry anymore. And so if it's Jordan Love's drafting the problem, he's coaching him up. He's not icing him. This doesn't seem like he's in the the role of Favre at all, because you know Favre and him were right. Favre was frosty to him. Right. If it's like this guy's coming for my job, Aaron Jones is saying, and this is not a kid who's ever put on an air about anything. That's as he's as genuine as they come. And I knew having a guy who is just a couple of years into the league, fresh off of his own contract being signed, hey. is is not, you know, maybe on the inside as much as Devontae Adams, who was on a radio show, television show called The Herd the other day. And then so, you know, if he's coaching him up throughout the year and he's like, I I was floored to hear that he didn't want to do this anymore with us. And I sure hope he's coming back. So is it what Albert Breer said the other day when – I had an epiphany here, sort of like, okay, the Packers don't want to put stuff on credit card as much to do what the Bucks are doing for the for Brady right now, which is signing a bunch of guys, free agency style, who are going to be on your balance sheet two or three years down the road in a manner that you're not accustomed to doing or want to do business that way. You don't want to take cap hits and make business deals now that are going to be cap hits later that you know are phony money on the back end because you'll never keep the kid. Right. Right? And he mentioned Levante David is one, you know, and that at some point they're going to pay the reaper on this sort of thing. And then is it that? Because that might not be fixable now. And then in preparing for this interview, because I'm a lead pipe wielding professional, the Aaron Jones contract that the Packers gave Aaron Jones is four years, $48 million. But there's no chance it's going to go past two years because... All the guarantees are... No, it's two, it, because that the Packers would have to pay roster bonus of Jones $7 million, followed by a base salary that season of $8.1 million in year three. After reasonable, I'm, I'm quoting from an ESPN article here uh, by Rob Domofsky on March 17th announcing this deal, that 
After reasonable salary cap charges the first two years, Jones' cap charge would jump to $19.25 million for the 2023 season. If the Packers moved on after two years, they'd have to count $6.5 million in dead money. They'll eventually save $12.75 million on their 2023 cap, or $16 million if it's after June 1. So they're making a deal knowing a t- cap hit of $6 million is coming in 2023, so let's get Aaron Jones here for the next two years at the very least. And who's got a window of opportunity to win here in the next two years? Aaron Rodgers. So here's a deal that's done on credit card for Rodgers. Now. To Seems pay that the running back to stay here. Am I wrong? That way. Right? It looks that way. So then what is it? What's the problem? What is the issue here? It's Jordan Love. Well, he's coaching him up. Well, it's definitely the front office. He was pleased, pissed. He had a chip on his shoulder. Well, actually, when I heard Schefter's report, I was floored. Well, it's definitely got to be the, the way that they put the roster together because of the way the Bucks are doing it. Here's one case. Maybe it's not the case of more, like the whole Bucks are just doing the whole damn team this way, but I, I don't know the cap ramifications for a lot of Packers and a lot of deals for the Packers. I'm not a capologist, but here's one. And it's pretty damn important player, I'd 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 say. Yeah. So it's like one second, I see it in a certain light. Next second, I'm like, oh. Wonder if he just doesn't like someone. Like, I wonder if it's it could be the GM. Simple. Where it doesn't matter the light. Right, it doesn't matter. It's not appealing at all, regardless. I just don't like you. I don't know what the hell to make of any of this. And normally by now we've sussed it all out. Normally we have enough guests on. I mean, we've talked about this with everyone for and the last could be, month. Well, Aaron is just covering for his other guy, Aaron. I, I, they don't, I don't know. I don't know how tight they are, but he's hearing it from his friends and his family. What can you tell us? I don't know. I'm going to show up and... Seema for myself, boots on the ground. Problem is, I don't know if 12's boots are going to be there. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. More on the schedule release. Mike Mayock and JB Smoove, hour three as well, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. quarterback of America's team, Dak Prescott. Good to see you, sir. Great, great. How are you? I'm excited. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you are. You are most welcome. Um, 
How do I, I mean, do I call you uh, a free agent quarterback sitting here? What do I call you? Dak? I don't know. This is my first time going through this. Uh, you tell me. Call me whatever, I guess. I will call you Dak Prescott. That works. That works. One that of the handles. top quarterbacks in the National Football League who deserves to get, let me use the word, pizzayed. How does that sound? I like it. What does it mean to bet on yourself? What does that mean? Yeah, I mean, you believe in yourself. You have the confidence in yourself. Uh, you're, you're not listening to your doubters. You're not listening to the people that that, that think you can't do something. Uh, and that's how I've been my whole life. Um, if I've ever listened or ever um, took into account what others thought of me, I wouldn't be here with you today. So, I mean, I've got all the confidence in myself. I've been on myself again and again. And Where do you get that from? Where do you pick that one I think just up? the way I was raised, just uh, facing adversity and, and overcoming adversity and knowing that with the right mindset, with being positive and being optimistic, uh, controlling what you can control, um, everything's in front of you. And uh, for me, that's how it's been throughout my life. And I've just how I continue to continue to move. I'm going to ask you the, the question this way about what contract you think you're going to get. Okay. In terms of pie, because I've heard there's less pie. I've heard there's, there's more less pie. pie. That's right. There's the, there's, there's Jerry Jones right there. The voice of Jerry Jones. We've heard there's less pie. We've heard there's more pie. Uh, I'm wondering if you think this is deep dish pie. How deep is, is it a deep dish pie? If I'm guessing, I'd say, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, long-term uh, pie? Is it long-term pie? I don't know. I just want a piece of the pie. Just put it like that. Okay. Uh, I'm getting hungry, right? I mean, that's it? Yeah. Okay. Um, and is it is it a pie that, that starts with a four? Is it a pie that starts with a four? I, I could just said, uh, I'm leaving up to my agents to cut my piece of the pie. Uh, okay. I'm just ready for it and ready to eat. So okay. when that happens, I'm ready to get to work and... Um, excited for for this offseason. And now we've also heard through Demarcus Ware told us that when you sit in Jerry's office, have you gotten the Jerry's office meeting yet? I've been in Jerry's office. Okay, that he lights a candle, turns the lights down, and gives you a whole Dallas Cowboys speech. Have you had that? You have not had that yet? No, okay. I haven't had that one yet. He says that that happens when he's trying to close a deal. <laughs> so I think you'll know that you're really close if you when walk the lights in. Lights turn off. Lights go okay. down. Thank, Jerry thank you Jones. for that uh, that warning and that heads up. So Just, now I know like what's going on when that happens. There's apparently a votive candle with a Dallas Cowboys star right on the side of it. I don't know if it's scented. It's make me to smell it. Make me the smell of pie of some sort. Right. I'm just saying that hasn't happened yet. Is what you're saying? It hasn't happened. Okay. When you get that call, happened. you know. Wow, I'm close. Okay. okay. Appreciate that. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to help you out right you there. Need that heads up. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Fun stuff right there. We found out there's a ton of pie. This takes a, a nice chunk pie. out of the Back pie. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show. Eight four four two zero four. Rich is the number to dial. On the program. All right, let's go to the phone lines. Manny in El Paso, you're here on the Rich Eisen Show. Hey, I've been Manny. I've been good. Greetings from uh, sunny, breezy El Paso, Texas. Good. Hey, Mr. Eisen. Yes, sir. Why don't you personally call Aaron Rodgers and welcome him with open arms to the New York Jets, just like Blake Shelton called J.J. Watt. Let's go full circle. Zach Wilson for Aaron Rodgers. I don't know if I have the Blake Shelton type pull, um, even though maybe I'll have to play that jingle for him. You know, uh, and I got, I got one more comment here. I'm sorry. Sure. Mr. Brockman, I don't think you want Benifer to work out. She's a jinx. Hear me out. She's seen with Affleck, and Jalen Brown is out for the season with a wrist injury. The Red Sox have lost a couple of games. On the flip side of that coin, the Yankees are playing better, the Knicks are playing better, and maybe with J-Lo out of town, the Jets are going to turn it around. They're going to they're gonna start winning some games. So that's what I feel. All right, Manny. Other than, other than that, gentlemen, I sent them a pestle swag. Each of you get a hat. Uh, with the exception of Mr. Don Bowie and Ms. Liz, I apologize for that. Oh, good. Have a good day, gentlemen. Same to you. Let's Bye watch some sports. All right, Bye, Manny. Thanks, Manny. And as you know, I absolutely do not want Benifer to work out. <laughs>
<laughs> Leave Ben Affleck alone. I don't, I don't buy into that jinx stuff. Either you have love or you don't. Leave Either. him alone. Let the man find peace on his own. He's clearly finding peace. Jeez. I mean, apparently. Why you? Why you? Why you? Player hating? On I don't bro. How's that? How's that affecting you? She's from the block. Right. Everything she touches gets Tur- destroyed. No, she doesn't. Really? Because she seems like a very highly yeah. successful, uh, great yeah, no. businesswoman. No. Relationship-wise, oh, okay. people. Relationship. All right, let's get off this subject matter. Come on now. Um, Free Ben Affleck. Here's the deal with Aaron Rodgers. I told you, there's no way people are going to blow this thing up. There's no way. Uh, Jets aren't trading for Rodgers. No, they're not doing it. Rodgers doesn't want to go there either. It's where does Ro- it's it's what does Aaron want? I don't know what he wants. Nobody I have no that. idea yeah. what he wants. But people who do know what he wants say it's fixable. So we'll just have to trust in that process. And guess who, like I talked at the top of the show, you know who thinks that they're trusting in that process? The National Football League schedule makers. They put the Packers right front and center, right in front of our faces on Fox Late Window Week 1, on ESPN Week 2, on NBC week three and late window on CBS week four. They are saying essentially this is what we want to do with the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. Figure it out, Green Bay. That's what the schedule makers are doing. They didn't they didn't say, all right, let's put week one against a team that might not be that big of a an opponent in terms of national attention. There's Cincinnati week five at Cincinnati. I can't wait to see what the Bengals are like. You know, because we're just wondering what Joe Burrow is going to look like. They did get Jamar Chase for him. They do have T. Higgins. They do have Burrow coming back. I can't wait to see what that looks like. That will be a fascinating team that nobody talks about because they're the Bengals. And also, you know, we'll see what Burrow looks like. There is a week four Thursday night game that I'm genuinely excited for. I believe it is. Let me make sure, because I said it last night. Let me make sure again. No, you're right. You're right, Rich. Week four, right? Yep. Thursday night, in the jungle, Jacksonville at Cincinnati. Oh, baby. It is, as we all know, rematch of Clemson and LSU from a national championship game that Burrow won. Okay? It is Jacksonville bringing Trevor Lawrence to go visit Joey Burrow in week four. It's going to be awesome. And also... Don't forget the first professional head coaching appearance in the state of Ohio of Urban Meyer. It is going to be lit, as the kids would say, in the jungle. I am so looking forward to that game. Urban back in Ohio, come on. As a head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars, who will have already come out, hey, Jacksonville, we're going to talk about you. All you Jacksonville fans. Well, actually, let's go to break. No, I'm just joking. That's just for the draft. Um, what what is with that? Why did why are Jacksonville? It's, it's kind of true. Salty. It's kind of true. I'm not gonna lie. Really? <laughs> yeah. Always take a break. Always when they're take on? A, Yeah. I mean, yeah. a lot of that happens. Yeah. And it's I don't choose when to go to break or not. And there are so many because the 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 draft is just so jammed with commercials for various yeah. obvious reasons. And then you got to time it up with ESPN to be back for the pick together. Anyway, long story short, Jacksonville at Houston, home for the Broncos and Cardinals, and then at the Bengals. Three no, three no. I don't know. I know you think that uh, Urban's going to have them in the playoffs. Make, I think they're making playoffs. You're out of your surprise mind. people. You're out of your mind. But 
you know, that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I want I'm, I want to put that on everybody's radar screen. Uh, let's go back to the phone lines here on the uh, Rich Eisen show. Um, let's go to Eric in Baltimore. You're here on the program. What's up, Eric? What's going on, man? All right, so talk about the Packers schedule. When they added the extra game to the season, it was the Chiefs, and I've been thinking about this a lot. We haven't seen Rodgers and Mahomes yet. We had it in you know, a chance in 19, but, you know, we had Mahomes with the injury. Then we missed. We couldn't hold in our, our end of the bargain as the Packers to get into the Super Bowl, so we missed out on the State Farm Bowl. So now I see that we got the Chiefs week nine. And I'm like, you know, that could be injuries going up to that game, and we might miss it again. So my question is, do the football guys not want to see Rodgers and Mahomes, or is somebody scared here? Because I want to see it. And I haven't seen it yet. You no, know? Now, here's the thing. There, here's the reason why I think Rodgers and Mahomes is sitting right there in the middle of the season. you got to have, you know, sometimes uh, in your filet mignon, a beautiful warm center. You know what I mean? And, and, and you can't put everything right at the top, and you can't put it all in the back end either. Middle of the season mm-hmm. is when I thought you'd see uh, Brady go back to New England, quite honestly. Sure. That you want, you want – something already established you want to save a huge thing to look forward to for a couple of months right but they put it they put that in week four actually right i mean right out of the kind of right out of the gate i mean so i i don't think that that is anything other than the fact of it's the biggest week 17 ad obviously and um and they want to put it in the middle of the season and you know um if i'm not mistaken uh, that game was given to CBS, and no, it's on Fox. My bad. No, that was given to Fox. Which, by the way, you know, and thank you for the call. Fox had to get um, some sort of a makeup for losing not only Dallas at Brady, right, mm-hmm. but Brady at New England. Because, again, the traditional thing, I know there's a lot of what's called cross-flexing where right. AFC teams show up on Fox and, you know, Jim Nance and that That's conversation I had with him and Al and and Joe Buck last night was pointing out that they have a handful of Cowboys games, they have a handful of Packers games, and they're not used to that sort of thing. So, you know, put it all together and Fox has got to get a nice makeup in a way and they got that with... Green Bay at Kansas City, but not if it's Bortles showing up. I mean, we're looking at the NBC schedule right here of Sunday Night Football. There's a lot of Bucks flags up there. There's a lot of Chiefs arrowheads up there. You know, the Thursday night Thanksgiving game, Bills at Saints. That's a good one. You see San Francisco's logo up there three times. The Green Bay G yeah. leaps out at you three times. They're expecting San Francisco bounce back. You know, so there's a Charger lightning bolt right up there. That's a rarity. That Show one, me your light. That one just jumps out at you because you don't see that too often. <laughs> but All right, speaking of those teams, Rich, let me just hit the poll real quick. It, yes. is, it is up if you want to uh, influence this. Which non-playoff team from last year, best chance to make it in 2021? Cowboys, Patriots, 49ers, Chargers. Uh, I I will, of course, go the Cowboys because that's the easiest path to win the division. Niners are in the deepest end of the NFL pool. That's a hell of a division. Toughest division in football, I believe. And, you know, so I need to see what the Chargers look like um, before I, I jump in in the middle of May. 
But Dallas is just ready to roll. Dak's coming back. You know, Dak's coming back. That second game on the schedule here in the Chargers is just going to be dynamite. It's the Chargers' home opener with fans and so far. The Rams get the first crack at it on Sunday Night Football Week 1 against the Bears. It's going to be a Cowboys home game. You know, I fear that will be the case for the Chargers, yes. There'll be a ton of Dallas fans here in Los Angeles, and Justin Herbert might show up and say, how do you like me now, uh, Dallas fans? Uh, you think your defense is totally revamped? Well, let me show you a thing or two here. Then Dallas is home for Philadelphia, home for Carolina, home for the Giants. That's a Monday nighter against Philadelphia. And then, by the way, you look at the last, what is that, five games, you got four division games. They don't play Washington until a home-and-home in weeks 14 and 16 wrapped around a visit to the Giants. That's a big stretch, man. Home for Kyler Murray back in the Metroplex week 17. Dallas Cowboys. I mean, that's going to be a tough schedule. I'll, I'll just say Dallas because, again, that division was not won by a team over 500. I will just counsel again as Irv was – I mean, Irv treated the um, <laughs> Irv treated the schedule release show like an episode of First Take last night. Yeah, he did, <laughs> which was great. It's what he did. I mean, like he, he was treating the rest of us like Stephen A. Smith and, <laughs> and you know, just came out the gate barking – about the Dallas Cowboys. And when I say came out the gate barking, I'm talking about, you know, showing up in the green room area that was created last night out of an empty row of luxury suites in SoFi Stadium at Hollywood Park for us. So, like, one, you know, luxury suite was the makeup room. Another one was kind of a green room where you could go in and talk to the producers. Another one was an operations room and so on and so forth. I just found a like a couch. And my apologies <laughs> to all the wealthy people who are going to be sitting on this couch. I just I just took a nap on it, <laughs> like, I mean, like a ten a, ten minute little oh, cat nap that nice. got awakened so by Irv coming in and arriving, fully suited and booted in what was, by the way, Ravens colors. Oh, he said it was royalty. <laughs> Purple was royalty for a king because this is the building in which the Dallas Cowboys were going to win. And that was what he said after he woke me up and he looked at me. I looked at him. I'm like literally lying down on this sitting couch and up. I look up and there is the face, the visage of the playmaker looking down at me, laughing like you tired, you know, and I'm like, yeah, I'm just taking a nap. And he goes, he goes, you okay?" And I'm like, of course, I'm in the place where the Jets are winning the Super Bowl this year. That was my response to him knowing what his sensibilities was going to be to walk in there. That's my job as a host to start poking my analysts from jump. Like that's what I do with my guys, my people. And he laughed. He goes, I can't believe you spend like one second of your brain equity on that sort of that. I can't like what goes through your brain in this place, in this house, you know, and just off. I mean, like he went from off zero to 60. Off and running. Then he showed up on the set. Just go to my Instagram at Rich Eisen. I did an Instagram live. You could see the speech he gave everybody about holding the trophy in this building. By the way, it's nine months from today that the Super Bowl goes down from today as we're talking. 
and he thinks that this is the Cowboys' year, but even he went in the direction that I'm going, and I speak to a lot of players who who, who, who feel the same, and then there's a lot of players in the NFL and former players in the NFL, too, who think, and a couple of them ran in my run, I'll say, and I, you know, you know, 10 of them, you know, or, or eight of them, pardon me, you know, you, you know, there's a lot of these legendary players who are kind of like the opposite. I'm in the camp of Ryan Fitzpatrick can have his moment in 2021. This could be his moment. This could be the moment that he's been building up to as the vagabond of the NFL playing for everyone. The, his, his barnstorming of the NFL since he left the campus at Harvard <laughs> could finally land him in a spot with a defense that's ready to win and young, young playmakers who run like deers and they're ready to go. And all you needed to do is just see what the Washington football team looked like last year, back half of the season when Alex Smith was giving them steady quarterback play. Not the first half of the season when they're seeing what Dwayne Haskins has and then Kyle Allen came in and started playing well, but then he gets hurt and then Alex Smith comes in and he's riding, you know, he's having Aaron, you know, uh, Donald ride him so we could all see that his leg could hold up. Second half of the season, you saw what that team looked like. If Ryan Fitzpatrick can come out of the gate against the Chargers and the Giants and at Buffalo, at Atlanta, I mean, these are winnable games for Washington. Their last five are all in division. So the division's going to be up for grabs when Washington hits week 14, December 12th at Dallas. At Philadelphia versus Dallas, pardon me, at home. When they step on their home field, week 14, they have. They don't play. Da- Look at that back end of the schedule. I did not see this yesterday. Washington oh, football team brutal. is home for Dallas at Philly. Oof. At Dallas, home for Philly. So the whole division. They play one division game week two, and then not another until week fourteen. Their last five are all in the division. The NFC East is going to be totally up for grabs, entering mid December. That's kind of cool. So here yeah, we wow. go. So Washington That's football, and then cool. I speak to other football players who are like, Ryan Fitzpatrick has shown you who he is. He can give you six to eight magical weeks. That's what he can give you. He can give you six to eight. He can definitely give you four four weeks to get you through your starting quarterback having the, you know, high ankle or or MCL strain, you know, like he can get you those four weeks. And he can, he can coach up the young guy, too. He's a great teammate. We all love playing for him. But take you to the playoffs and the championship? Nah, that's not what he does. Well, let's see what happens. Take a break. More on the schedule. More of your phone calls. 844-204-RICH. And set up the Mike Mayock conversation. Oh, baby. That's going to be great with the GM of the Raiders. What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. 
If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I always like to think that I'm his most favorite person in the room. But when the Vince Lombardi trophy is sitting between the two of us, I yeah, think I lose. Low. I think I lose out. <laughs> hey. Michael Irvin, right? I think I lose out to this hey. baby, right? It's so funny you start with this because I'm gonna tell you something, man. Yes. I, I when I was playing, I made a pact that I would never go to a Super Bowl until I play in the Super Bowl. Okay. Every guest that comes here, they're going to get Super Bowl questions. That's why I always say I would never go to a Super Bowl until after I play in a Super Bowl. So I would not have people like Rich Eisen. Asking me questions that I cannot answer. Now, what do you want to ask, Rich? Because I'm prepared to answer since I won three of these things. So what was it like picking this trophy up for the first time? It was the greatest thing. And it really was, Rich. It really was the greatest thing. Do you remember the circumstances? Oh, my God, man. First of all, you got to go back and think about, like, we were 1-15. We were 3-13, 1-15. When you're 3-13 and 1-15, and and Cleveland Browns, I know you don't think there's any chance that you would ever lay a hold of something like this. So to go from those days to coming in 92 and winning that Super Bowl and actually somebody handing you that trophy, the most incredible thing, most incredible feeling in the world. Did you ever step in when you heard that Jimmy and Jerry were not doing well or you just you, your station wasn't that I, life I just, at that point in time I just didn't think anything would happen Rich I really didn't I was like well, you, you, are you joking you know how hard it is to win Super Bowls and, and you have a formula that's working and, and then when it happens like oh my god like you know I, I should have done this Maybe I should have talked to him. I should have tried this. I should have tried that. Jerry Jones, I'm telling you, that's what's the one thing. I'll never forget Jerry Jones telling me that when I was negotiating with him. And I was saying, you know, I'll, I'll go to Cincinnati. And it was just, I'm just talking, trying to get my monies up. I said, I'll go to Cincinnati. You can get Carl Pickens over here and let's see what happens. And Jerry said to me, then, Jerry said, Michael, you know, when I see you, I see Michael Irvin and the Dallas Cowboys. He said, I kind of see it like Magic Johnson in the Lakers. He said, what is magic without the Lakers? And what are the Lakers without the magic? He said, you guys, they belong together, just like you and the Cowboys. He said, Michael, the best way I can tell you, if a bomb hit Valley Ranch today, that's where we practice, and blew everything up, everybody, everything. When the smoke clears, baby, me and you, we gonna still be here. So we might as well work this deal out right now. So that's what he said to you? I promise you, I said, this dude is a fool. This dude is a fool. He had me laughing as he was telling me no about my money. <laughs> that's why you're in the Hall of Fame together. I love that story. That's a funny story, right? 
He had him laughing while he was telling him no about his money. 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. You can watch us every day on Peacock for free. Uh, PeacockTV.com to get Peacock. And you can listen to us every day. Sirius XM, NBC Sports Audio Channel 211 after the Dan Patrick Show, which we also follow on Peacock. You can stream for free on Odyssey. And call us at 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Follow us at Rich Eisen Show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and our YouTube page. Be a part of the soon-to-be 266,000 subscribers and at YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. Um, do we have uh, our, our phone callers? Uh, we got a full lines uh, all jacked up. We love it. Uh, before Mike Mayock joins us here on the Rich Eisen Show, uh, let's go to, what are we doing here? Let's do it. Tim in San Diego has been hanging on a while. What's up, Tim? Hey, guys. How's it going over there? I'm hanging hey, in there. What's going on in your mind? You're looking good. Uh, I just wanted to call because when you guys were all sitting at SoFi Stadium week one watching the Chargers beat the Redskins, you guys can turn to the person next to you and say, one of my semi-regular callers whose wife once called Chris Brockman Chris Belichick and once said that Rich Eisen looked like a stocking full of vegetables, our son is a project manager that built everything under the roof at SoFi Stadium. Beautiful, uh, Tim. Thanks. I can't. I can't rave about it enough. By the way, um, you know, uh, I it, it, it is, it is n- nothing like I've ever seen before. It really is unbelievable. I, I and yeah. like I said, it's like you're looking through VR. Uh, like into one of those VR goggles. It's I, I I truly appreciate it and thank you and send our best to your to your wife and your friend. That place is unreal. Yeah. Kojak and Waco, you're here on the Rich Eisen Show. Words and have never said into a microphone before. It's like the best Mad Lib that's ever been created, but it's the truth. You oh, did you just hang up? No, on no, him? no, no. You there, Kojak? No, <clears throat> no, I'm right here. Yeah. What's Actually, up? Uh, my grandma gave me the name because uh, she had a crush on him. When I was a kid, the great uh, Telly Savalas. Do you have now? Do you have a full head of hair, or do you have a? Do you have a? Are you bald like Telly Savalas? Uh, it's very cut close right now. Very okay. short. Okay, so that's a that's a that's a yes. You have no hair. I got come, it. Come very home. Good. Come home. <laughs> <laughs> just hey, just uh, go for it. A qu- couple quick things. I'm yes. from Waco, Texas. Uh, congratulations to the uh, Scott Drew and the Baylor men's mm, championship yes, team. Sir. Uh, LSU stole our coach. The uh, LSU women stole Kim Mulkey from us. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We're a big Michael Irvin fan here, and uh, I just want to know why uh, they screw us on the schedule every year. The Dallas Cowboys. Uh, all our about? hard games on the road: KC, New England, New Orleans, Tampa Bay. But then yeah, also, but, I wouldn't have paid Dak all his money. Kojak, so Kojak, Ko- Kojak, Kojak. You know the way this works. That everybody likes going to AT and T Stadium because it's comforting, it's cozy, it's not loud. That's why I can't wait to hear. That's the one thing about SoFi I want to know: Will it be loud for the home team? Because when you go to know. Dallas, when you go to can afford it. when you go, uh-huh, I, I, when you go to Dallas, it's it's so huge and so cavernous that you just it's not deafening. And so, you know, right. Dallas is always better on the road. Since AT and T has been built, it feels that way. I yeah. might be wrong; the numbers may not support it. It seems but that Dallas way. Dallas goes on the road, and that's when the fans are loudest in somebody else's home stadium. So I wouldn't be terribly concerned about all that. But I mean, you know, the Dallas Cowboys got to play them when you play them. 
Hold on. Let's put up the schedule one more time here. Let's go right into it right here. Hey, TJ, next time, man, Price is Right. You got to get that right, bro. Dallas Cowboys got to represent. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Again. Kojak's calling you out. Oh, well, I mean, again, a uh, Harley Davidson for under ten grand. I mean, I, Kojak, I you know, got to Kojak. Kojak, you know, I probably got that wrong, too. I, ain't gonna, I can't knock you on that. I probably got that wrong, <laughs> Kojak, Kojak, I don't even ride, I don't even ride bikes. So. Need, by the way, you don't need to be the, the original Kojak to know. Take the middle key and master key, okay? <laughs> Take the middle. Hey, how about that? That's I right. I won't forget it. Next Hey, guys, big fans, uh, keep keep up the good work. Thank you. Right Thanks, back. Coach Jack. Be right, right, brother. So, again, it's it's all about December 12th on. And, Rich, also Look at that. At- they got play four. We mentioned it earlier. Four of their last five are in division. The only Oof. one that's not is Week 17, um, home against Arizona, you know, and, and, and their two games against Washington are Week 14, Week 16. They visit the Giants Week 5, Week 15, and they visit Philadelphia week 18 and play Philadelphia right off the bat on a Monday night week three. And looking so at, here we go. Looking at strength of schedule, the Cowboys have, statistically speaking, the seventh easiest schedule yes, in the NFL it? for whatever yes. that's You worth. know what? I don't buy I don't understand strength. that myself all the time. But I don't like strength of schedule. I think strength of schedule is because the NFL shows you from year to year – yeah. It's you, you, that, that's the beauty of the NFL is that one year you stink, the next year you can be terrific. One year the 49ers dra- drafting second overall, and later on, a few months later, they're in the Super Bowl. Like, that's the beauty of this sport. In the same way that, but like in baseball right now, there's about 10 to 12 fan bases that know the season's over and it's not even Memorial Day yet. You know, in basketball, you know, it, it's so difficult to go from you know, lottery to NBA championship. It's not easy. I mean, it's ha- it can happen because somebody can end up with a lottery pick because they've already made the playoffs because of somebody making a trade. But or the what Pelicans are now two years since getting Zion, and they're not going to make the playoffs again. In the NFL, you can absolutely go from the outhouse to the penthouse, and that's the beauty of the sport, and that's why it's a great week-to-week yeah. league, too. One yeah. week you stink, next week you look like you're going to the Super Bowl, and fan bases like, say, Dallas is believe it. So you put it all together – and I don't buy strength of schedule. I just don't. Because That's all we got to go on right now. I know that, exactly. <laughs> right. So you go on like what happened last year. Yeah, yeah so but, that's all I'm saying. And, you know, you look at the strength of schedule. The strength of schedule are – so you look at the top two in strength of schedule. Usually it's the um, first and second place team from a division that sends three teams to the playoffs. And usually strength of schedule, the two easiest, are the third and fourth place team – of a division that did not have a winnings record. Well, you look at the, I don't have it here directly in front of me, but I do remember last night, the two teams with the easiest strength of schedule are the Eagles and the Cowboys, who finished in dead last and in third place in the NFC East last year. And the two teams with the best record, with the the toughest strength of schedule, are the Steelers and the Ravens. Because a third place team won 11, 11 games. And you play, most of the time, you play two games in your division. So... I don't know. And so there's going to be one team that stunk last year that's going to be terrific. So your strength of schedule, because you're playing them, that looks so great right now won't turn out to be, and vice versa. I, I don't I don't buy that one. Strength of schedule. I just won't. Mike Mayock coming up next right here on the Rich Eisen Show. <laughs> J.B. Smoove after him. That's what I love about this program. Mayock and J.B. Smoove back-to-back. The Larry David of general managing coming up. <laughs> So, do you have that in front of you, the strength uh, of schedule? I'm, you found I'm looking. It? Uh, I'm actually just landed on revenge games. We've got a lot of good revenge games. Yeah, Hold on, right. Rich Let is... me get this, because here we go. Strength of schedule breakdown. I've got it right here. 
I've got it. Steelers, Raiders, Lions, Bengals, right. Texans are go. the top five. The Steelers, Steelers always have a the tough Steelers, one. Right. The right? Steelers and the Ravens are, are, are always top the, yeah. two. Raiders. Oh, yeah. Here we go. The Steelers and the Ravens have oh, the Ra- strength yeah, okay. of schedule are top yeah. two. I've Bears got it right are here. Third. Bears are third. Packers fourth. Vikings, Vikings fifth. Right. Because, be they, looking at the because, because the Vikings almost made the playoffs last year and the Bears and the Packers did. Right. Now you look down at the bottom. The Eagles have the easiest strength of schedule because they have a last place record in a division that did not have a single winning record last year. And the Cowboys have a third-place schedule from that division, so it's the Eagles and the Cowboys with the easiest strength of schedule. You know, the crazy thing is, you look at the team with the fourth easiest strength of schedule, and it's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And it's just like, how the hell does that happen? It's Tom Brady. And it's Tom Brady. (laughs) Because how many times... They didn't win their division. Excuse me. How many times did the Patriots, coming off of oh, their yeah. monster year with another championship, the that they would have one of the easiest strength so of schedule? True. And I would hear from my brother yes. and my nephew and all the Jets fans saying, how the hell do the Patriots pull this off? They did. They just went and won it again. They're water skiing behind their umpteenth yacht. So true. They're coming off their duck boat parade. They're putting dents in, in Lombardi trophies because Edelman is throwing a first pitch to Gronk. They're going to Fenway Park and having a great time. And how the hell do they have the easiest strength of schedule they in the entire did. division? It's Brady. Yeah. Brady just it, come, it just comes. It's like his cologne. It's like his musk. He's the leprechaun from Boston. The, the lucky le- leprechaun. So that's, again, why I don't put too much strength in strength of schedule. Now then, we've got 40 seconds here. <laughs> Are we really asking Mayock yeah, to use whatever muscle he has to get, get you to DJ in that club? Hundred percent, like out the door. Don't lead with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I know how to interview this man. <laughs> Just remind me. A S a T E R a G with a double E. I'll he play rappers be, delight for him. Say that this I mean, is I the way you play rappers delight for him. He can sing. Come up. Oh, like, he's going to love this. This is happening. Mayock's going to be like, this "Why did I agree happen. to do this again?" <laughs> this has got to happen. Literally twenty seconds into the chat. That's going to be great.